Hello, welcome to the week one of our mindfulness course, our awakening journey and walking the path of beauty. If you want to uh, be recorded with your video, you can either keep it on or off, it's up to you. Um, but I'm going to keep you muted until the end of this recording uh, where we'll have a few minutes to share um, some thoughts. So just a few things to keep in mind throughout the next six weeks is that I would love for you to keep a, um, a journey journal. So if you haven't already, if you don't have one just handy, um, grab some loose papers, you know, and you can get a three ring binder later and stick them in there. Um, if you have a specific journal you want to use just for these next few weeks, that would be awesome too. So also keep in mind to prepare the space before you come on and, um, or if you're listening to the recording, prepare your space, before, you know, before you start the video by turning off anything that might interrupt you, find um, a quiet space either at home or outside, you know, um, I love spending time in nature when I'm listening to a spiritual teaching. Um, that's also helps me connect to myself. And, um, so that's one way to prepare. Also, if you have a smudge stick, um, you can get these at, um, local stores. You can Google, you know, where, where to buy them smudge sticks or you can get them on online and um, smudge yourself. You just, you know, just kind of have an intention of clearing, cleaning and clearing your space, raise the vibration of your space. And um, that's a great way to prepare. So the journey journal also is for you to take notes during the class. And if you have any questions that you may uh, want to ask at the end or questions that you might have throughout the week that you can bring to the class next week. Also a great, um, a good purpose for this journey journal is to keep it for a later time to go back and read and see how much you've grown and remind yourself, yeah, you know, I've done this before. Um, I can do this again. You know, so a lot of times when we're um, on this awakening journal journey, we bounce back. It's called, we call it the, but uh, the bungee cord effect where you feel like you're on this really great, in this really great space. And, um, there things, things kind of hit you and pull you back into this space this headspace that you don't want to be in. It's, it's the bungee cord effect. You, you're like feeling bliss and, and happiness and joy. And then all of a sudden something happens to you and then it pulls you, snaps, snaps you back into that headspace that, um, you're like, wait a minute. Hey, uh, what happened? Um, I am supposed to be happy and joyful and you know, but we're human and we're constantly learning. And that's the process. Uh, the spiral, that's part of the pro uh, process of the spiral path and the spiral, the walking, the spiral path. 
also this space, this is a safe space for us to share. Um, so oftentimes, you know, things can come up that is very personal and I want you to feel safe uh, to be able to share if you, if you feel so uh, like you need to do so, you know, giving voice to um, things that maybe um, you don't feel comfortable sharing with, you know, anyone really, you know, a lot of times our closest loved ones, we don't feel comfortable exposing, feeling vulnerable to them. So this is a, this is a safe place to be able to share your heart and your feelings and um, to have those questions that you wouldn't normally ask just your average, you know, girlfriend, husband, whatever. Um, be mindful of what we talk about in this safe space. Uh, you know, learn from it, grow from it. Because when we when we share, we learn together, we grow um, together, and it's meant for our ears only. And let's just keep it, you know, let's be mindful of, of keeping the details of somebody else's story within the circle. If you want to share, if you feel safe to share your own story with somebody else after we're finished up, that's wonderful. Or you know. If you um, need additional time to talk about what you're feeling one-on-one -on -one with me, that feels more safe and comfortable, then um, let's, let's do that. Let's set up some time to do that. So we're going to start with a song ceremony. And um, prior to this class, I have shared the song ceremony with you, each one of you and um, the introduction to the song ceremony. So if you can kind of think back to that, um, to that teaching, if you remember, the most important about, part about song ceremony is the feeling that you get from um, the feeling that comes up, that bubbles up in your heart. Uh, oftentimes when we're meditating and doing these ceremonies, our mind, our thoughts can get in the way and distracts us from tuning into that heart space and can play tricks on us and tell us, you know, you're not doing it right. Um, you need to, you know, all kinds of messages their mind can like come up with that tells us that we're not good enough to, we're not doing it right, or something, some nonsense like that that will take us out of our, um, out of our zone, out of our song. So this is, this is kind of, this is a really important, um, this is a foundation. The song ceremony is a foundation to, it's where we begin our awakening journey. It's where we, the middle of our awakening journey. It's the end of our awakening journey. It's, it is the most important key to truly understanding who you are as a unique person and not only physically, emotionally, but also emotionally, spiritually, 
um, psychologically, uh, and always know that the song connects you most of all to the vastness of who you are, which is the spiritual non-linear aspect of you. This physical body that we are temporarily living in is so such a small piece of who we are. It, it's it is a it is how we it is a the physical aspect of ourselves is a choice we made to be in, to learn about who we are spiritually. So it's a it's a vehicle to understand our gifts. It's a vehicle to understand our ancientness because we our our soul our song has is old it's ancient it's it is you know we were created with from love and that's who we are is love so we're trying in this in this lifetime we want to understand what that is what it means to really know who we are and so the song is all about your heart and your feelings. That's the, that's the connection to song is the feeling and it's the love. That's, that is what we're looking for is love and peace. So when, we're, when I'm guiding you through the ceremony, we're allowing our hearts to bring us back to who we are, which is love. So as we begin the ceremony, remember a time that you felt love, happiness, joy. And this doesn't have to be recent. It could be like at any time in, your, in this lifetime that helps you remember and connect you with the feeling of who you are. Use love, happiness, and joy to connect you to the feeling of who you are, to connect you to your heart, to connect you to that feeling of it bubbling up inside of you. So if you can just go ahead and just sit comfortably, I'm just going to take you through a quick um, song ceremony just before we get into the rest of what I want to talk, talk to you about today. So just lean back and get comfortable and breathe deep and slow. Tune into your breath and find a memory. Find a memory that helps you remember what it feels like to feel loved. Maybe it's the first time you met your high school sweetheart or first uh, time you saw your baby holding them in your arms 
maybe a memory of um, spending time with somebody that you miss that has passed on and just a memory that helps you remember that carefree feeling of everything just no, not, nothing to worry about and then you're just in that moment in that present moment of just feeling joy and I'll feel deeply into this memory feel it with your whole being through every cell of your body let it Let it just soak you in the feeling. Maybe it's just a little bit of a feeling in your heart at first. Just tune into that space. Bring your attention to this place that you feel that love, happiness. Where do you feel it in your body? Get out of your head and into your, into that space. Let it bubble up. And can you feel your body just relaxing as you tune into that feeling? Feeling your song. This is your song. It is unique. Unique to you. It's your own unique signature. To know your song is to know and discern what aligns with you. What is in alignment with you if you have any questions in life and tune into your song does this feel like it aligns with the feeling of my song and if it doesn't like if it brings a question or confusion or frustration you know it doesn't align with your song. So tuning into your song, your song, breathing into that space, allowing it to bubble up and grow. It may be small at first, but the more we practice, the more it grows more noticeable it becomes and, and it becomes we understand it as our true identity because this is your true identity feeling your song breathing deep and slow
this is who you are. This is who you've always been since the beginning, before time even existed. And tune into that space and feeling expansiveness, spaciousness. You came from the blackness of the universe. You created from that space, a space of love. So tune into that space. Breathing deep and slow, letting the feeling of your song open you up to expansiveness, spaciousness, connectedness. Connectedness to everything in the universe, the stars, the nebulas, the sun, the moon even beyond. The connectedness we have with everything on this planet and other planets. Feel into the love of that memory. Come back to the memory. Feel your song. And breathe it in. Breathe deep and slow. And as you exhale, sharing and giving and receiving the love, joy, peace. Sharing it out. Receiving a connectedness from those beautiful stars and nebulas. Bringing it down so we're imagining it's way out of space, way out there. It's not so far. When we imagine ourselves right there, bringing it down into our space, into the blackness. Bring that blackness and darkness down and all the colors you see that it's part of you. It is who you are. Connect that, your song. Breathe. Feel into your song. Connect to the sun. Bring the sun down. Be one with the sun. Feel the connectedness. You can do it with the moon. Do with the plants and the, and the animals around us. Sharing, giving, and receiving. Each one is a song. And we are sharing song to song. Feeling. Feeling into your heart, letting it grow, 
allow yourself to feel this bond. And then feel it. Feel the song of anything you want to feel. Imagine that maybe a, a baby puppy or a, or a baby kitten, they have a song, sharing a song. They share their song with you, giving and receiving. It's a, an infinity. It never ends. It's, there's no end, no beginning. Just like you, there's no end, there's no beginning. So as you slowly open your eyes, just feel what you're feeling now and bring it into the physical space around you. And um, come back to this often. It's a beautiful space to be in. And the trick is to bring that song into every aspect of your life. Just letting it flow out of you. It doesn't take any energy to give it out. It just flows. And then you begin to start to see other people's song. And you're like, oh. You know, you, you recognize their song. You, un you start to believe that in yourself, that you are song, and you start to see that in other people. And they, are, they have a song too, created from the same place you, your song was created from. So we're gonna talk about how to stay in song today. That is what we, um, I'm spending a few minutes here to do that. And these aren't rules. These are not, not to, these, these, uh, these are suggestions. Well, not suggestions really. Uh, it's a way of living. It's a way of being. So there are, they are called the no-no's. And there are, I think there's five, six, six no-nos. So if you want to just jot down some notes about these and what really stands out to you um, about these no-nos, they're meant to help you stay in song as often as possible. And that's what, that's what the awakening journey is, is to find our song and be in song all the time. Because it's just that feeling of expansiveness and beingness and sharing your truth and not allowing, which is the, fir the first one is the blind belief. And not allowing the blind beliefs to take that away from you, to, t to push you out of the driver's seat. When you're in song, you're in the driver's seat. You get to choose. You're in control. And the blind belief tells us 
that that's not true, that they, the blind beliefs have to be in charge and that you aren't uh, capable of doing this on your own and you need to, uh, you need to let go, give away your power, give away your control to the blind beliefs. And so I'm just going to read to you the notes that I have from when I learned the no-no's. We call these principles affectionately the no-no's. No blind beliefs. We, the people of our modern culture, gather together the most outrageous collection of information, rubble, imaginable. Our whole lives are spent slobbering over and gorging on other people's ideas and beliefs and then holding them as real and true, as if they were some clear and obvious truth of the universe. We take them on without any questions and believe in them like a religion with strong emotional charges around them. We literally become emotionally attached to them, even addicted. We don't care if they're misunderstanding or mistakes or even lies. We don't even check. And we certainly have been known to fight over these blind beliefs. We even begin to identify with the, some of these blindly held beliefs. They become our actual identity. It's like we're wallowing around in a mud hole and we're looking through mud glop lenses at ourselves and the world around us. We end up not seeing the world as it really is. We see the distractions that the blind beliefs create. We, le we live inside a picture created by, the, by beliefs. Reacting from blind beliefs is no different than making wild guesses in the dark. It's very unscientific and it's very unkatasi. Katasi is the uh, tradition that I am studying. We have created a monster here, bent on controlling us and the entire world. So in order to observe what is actually there, we need to remain calm and throw away all the charge and attachment to the blind beliefs. We must put them into proper perspective. They're just data, collected data, nothing more. So clean them up, take the dogma out of them, and file them appropriately in your mental library as just more than data, as just no more than just data for possible further, further reference. No blind belief, that's the first one. The second one is no assumptions. Remember, as we go through these no-nos, that these are um, powerful tools to keep you in the driver's seat, tools to help you wake up, tools to help you stay in calm. The second one, no, no assumptions. Assumptions are what we do when we are holding on to blindly held beliefs and we are too lazy to think for ourselves or proceed carefully. 
We have left clarity and patience behind and let the old programming from the release tell us what it thinks, what it thinks is right for us. So just think about that. I'm going to read that sentence again. We have left clarity and patience behind and let the old programming from the belief tell us what it thinks is right, right in front of us. And I, I will have to add, instead of doing the research, asking the questions, and making a decision for ourselves. Getting into song, basically. Because when we do this research and we find have these questions and we're in song, then we find what is true and align with our song. Then with our eyes closed to reality, we spout the old, the old familiar dictates. So in order to observe what is actually there, we must never let ourselves assume. Third no-no, no jumping to conclusions. And I have to laugh when I uh, read through these because, you know, as I read them, I think about all of the times that I have practiced the no-nos. <laughs> I know them very well. So there's no judgment, right? No judging, no judgment on uh, on on the no-nos because we've been there, we've done that. You know, we all do it. <laughs> so we're just learning about the no-nos and why the no-nos. Are important to know to keep it so that we can stay awake all right and further our awakening journey so it's no jumping to conclusions jumping to conclusions is the fast rash leap from the land of reason across the broad caverns of mental fog to land in a mate land in made-up shit it has nothing to do with acquiring real, accurate information. So we must not let ourselves jump to conclusions. <laughs> Next one, no expectations. Expectations are what we believe will be there long before we ever begin our investigations. It's the assumption or expectation before we even know what's going to happen. <laughs> In Katasi, we can never afford to hold expectations because they take our senses and our mind to a pre-designed scenario that has no basis in real observations. Expectations build a picture from our blind beliefs that hold us captive. We become handcuffed. And then we don't, and then we won't be able to imagine anything different. <laughs> Takes control, right? We become imprisoned. We don't we won't see the actual data sitting right in front of our eyes. So hanging on to Preconceived ideas and expectations are not allowed in Katasi. 
Next one, no judgment. Our, co our, co yeah. our culture has gone to bizarre lengths to train us to judge with condemnation. We learn how to think about everything within a hierarchical framework. It's better than or less than. It's good or bad. It's winning or losing. It's vulnerable or worthless. It's a nasty business of throwing ugly, mean energy darts at everything and everyone. We can barely find our way down the toilet paper aisle without condemning the brand of toilet paper we're not choosing. <laughs> we don't learn about discerning in our culture how to carefully and objectively notice differences without the sting of judgments. How to select something purely based on its efficiency and effectiveness. My teach, uh, so my teachers, as in Kay, she wrote this. She says, my teacher, Demano and Chia Hedeka, they're from Peru, used to describe, describe how their people would take a food gathering walk through the jungle and come across a plant that was poisonous if ingested. They discerned its lack of effectiveness as a food or medicine sent love to the plant and honored it and walked on by. In our modern culture, when we run across a plant that is poisonous to us in our yard, we're afraid of it. We send it out fearful and hateful energies to it and are most likely to going to rip it out by its roots and throw it in the garbage to be hauled away. And think of it and think of our what our culture would be would likely have us do to a poisonous snake in our yard or pathogens in our body. Judgment and condemnation are formed from blindly held beliefs about the value and importance of any given thing. They are often fear-based. In order to observe accurately, there must be no judgment or condemnation in your mind. Everything must be observed and discerned on its own merits for its own qualities and effects. So no judgments in the Kasi way of life. And the last one is no arrogance. When our cup runneth over, with parentheses, it is pretty hard to put anything new in it. And the world of Kitasi is a whole lot of something new. So throw out your blind beliefs, throw your blind beliefs aside and let yourself listen and explore this fabulous world of new possibilities. No matter what you have studied before, it doesn't mean it is all accurate. Carry this old data in your memory as just data, not the absolute truth. Take the charge of it out of it. Be open. Be searching and be questioning. Question everything. And practice the no-no's. So that is 
um, what I have to share today. We could go into each one of these no-nos and probably deep dive deep into them. If you would like, if you feel like that would be helpful. So, um, if that's something you want to do, we can, or we can be curious about other topics. So on this recording, this live recording, I'm going to unmute you and just if you just to let you know that if you're interested in participating in the live mindfulness course, then um, you're able to ask questions live. And if you're interested, please contact me at info at wendylnelson.com. Thanks for joining me to joining me today. Have a beautiful day.